Hello, and welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. Today, I am one of your co-hosts, Karsten. I am also one of your co-hosts, Carrie. This is great. This is wonderful. Yes, yes, hey. Lord. Yes, Lord. Tis 2021. It's yes. quite nice. Yes, yes. we are here. Mm, lovely. So I need to go ahead and get something right off my chest. Um, yeah. I don't know that I do this much on microphone on the podcast, but off microphone on the podcast, I am a little bit particular about our podcaster's usage of mic stands. Um, and I have say... sent many a message and phone call and conversations about it um in fact the mic stand that carrie is using right now a while ago (laughs) when we were recording i just straight up said do you have a mic stand and it was i don't know where it is and i was like i have your address you'll have your you'll have one there in two days and i ordered her one Mm -hmm. and she was like oh i can get it myself i'm like no 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 I'm not waiting. I want this mic stand in use. Okay. I recently moved and I can't find my mic stand. So I'm holding my, (laughs) I'm holding my mic (laughs) and everyone on the podcast already knew it because we were talking earlier, but this is, this is the way. Just the amount of shit that you gave me. And also the fact that you moved, like I moved and I couldn't find my podcasting stuff. And everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me? Just unpack. And I'm like, fuck you guys. This is a lot of work. And then like, I finally got all my stuff set up and then I don't have one microphone stand and it shows up at my house. And now you are sitting there holding your mic like an asshole. I know. And I mean, like, it's literally the point that I was like, literally Josh picked one up for me because I wanted him to have one. I got one for you. Like, I'm fine with this. I can't find it. I literally spent a bunch of time. I know where, I know there is some, I well, I know I have them. Right. But where? So there we go. So if you hear any extra squeaks and squawks, please message and point out the fact that you could hear them because I think everyone else it on the podcast. so cathartic. <laughs> oh my God. They'll probably print it out, hang it up on the wall. Um, just randomly send me pictures of it, of the screenshot and comments. Yeah, I know what your birthday gift will be, so. I know, yeah. L- let's just say that I have not had a moderate level of comments about wanting to try to sound good and clear. Yeah. So, yes, there there we are. There we are, indeed. Uh, not awkward at all. No. <clears throat> now, uh, getting right to it. Uh, the real reason we're here to talk today is not just about microphone etiquette and using a mic stand, but also we're going to talk about the album The Used by The Used. The Used. Yes. So this isn't a, a this this one. Oh, it came out in 2002. So it's, it's been around. It, it's not too far off from two decades old. I was going to say. So this, yeah. Wow. Kind of crazy connection. Yeah. Um, And. When when this one came out, I mean, I was in high school at the time, and I remember a number of friends were really into it. And I had, I don't know, I don't remember what it was. I had something against the used, like just in like, eh, I'll get to it at some point. Eh, I don't know. And then, like after a year, after a year, I like gave it a, an actual listen outside of just Taste of Ink, which was like their hit and Blue and Yellow. Mm-hmm. And like listen to the whole album, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've wasted a year of my life by not having known this album. What the hell is wrong with me? I'm such a fool, God!" And the thing about it is, it's 
people get lost in the fact that there is so much there's so much to it. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's an incredibly complex album in that in that what it actually entails. So in conversation with Carrie, she and I, I I'm anybody listening is probably shocked. Uh, we talk about music yeah, together. It's weird. Um, and actually, we talk about music not just on the podcast, but say, also out, outside of the podcast. Off microphone, we talk yeah. about music. Yeah. We, and there are times when we actually have conversations with all of us that you know like we, we'll actually hang out and just like chit chat about stuff, and they're like, oh shoot. Uh, we need to table this discussion and not have any more until we have our mics out because we just enjoy talking. And I found out that Carrie hadn't really experienced the album, the used by the used. And I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure if this is true, but I feel like there might've actually been, I just, I'm just not sure that you're really familiar with the band. They used a couple hits, um, some covers they did. Yeah. Yeah. I knew some of their stuff. Yeah, just basically the hits and then some covers that I had heard. Um, the use was, I was in middle school when this album came out. And, mm-hmm. like, I was I was at the age where I didn't want to scare my mom with screaming uh, lead singers or bands, mm-hmm. I guess. So, but screaming drummers are fine, just not lead singers. Just clarification, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, I, I wasn't quite at my peak uh, punk, whatever we are calling this genre, um, quite yet. So, I feel like, um, yeah, like people a little older than me were super into the used, but I just didn't quite get there. See, and, and just the time. based off of what you brought up there, I know that for me, talking about genres, it's always a little bit of a loaded weapon, depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Like, always and i think that especially when we talked to us like well that's emo no it's screamo no it's post hardcore it's punk you know i don't really give a fuck it's it's music that all can fall into all of those genres i think to me like again screamo is just not really a thing that i think most people talk about but at the time that was like ooh, it's a screamo thing and i remember like vendetta red and you know like etc that were all coming out at that time like oh screamo mm-hmm. so However you want to classify that as the emo, screamo, post-hardcore, it is a little bit heavier, still very pop-influenced while trying to pick up hardcore yep. you know, elements. And yeah, they're screaming. And that is a turnoff for a lot of people. And I think that that was actually one of our conversations that we had. I said, well, when you check this out, read the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Don't just like... There, there, there's so much great poetry... And don't get lost in Bert's vocals, where some people, especially like, I I was really tempted to try to get Barry in on this one too, because I don't know how Barry does with screaming. Anybody who listens to the episode, you know, yeah. uh, you know that I think you're probably not surprised by that. And I imagine that right about now, Barry's taking his phone out when he's listening to this episode. Like, it's not that I have a problem with screaming; it's just that, you know, blah blah blah, jazz jazz, something something. <laughs> You know, yeah. You know something, something. You know, and, and no, and I completely understand that. And I think that there was a time when I really didn't. Enjoy, it's not that it, I didn't enjoy it, but time and place, mm-hmm. time and place. And I think that when you actually look at the used, yes, they there is screaming, there is intensity, but it carries through with the emotions of the music mm-hmm. and the poetry of the lyrics in a very, very intense way. 
So that was kind of my my precursor, and this was after one of the episodes that we recorded. I don't remember which one it was, but we ended up like listening to some of the songs together, and I was like, I had the lyric sheet up, and we were like going through lyrics as it was going, and I was like, okay. And this was just a conversation, yeah. To which led us to, you need to listen to the used. <laughs> yep. And then she she was like, yeah. So she agreed. So it was really this was the album she was going to listen to, and again I said. Dig into the lyrics. Dig into some of that that stuff that's going on. Don't just take the face value. Just like, really get into it. Now I don't know if she has or not, but that's what we all started with. <laughs> that's, that was the starting premise. Yes. Um, so, what were you gonna say? What was your immediate reaction after going through all of this? What What are your thoughts of the used? Yeah, the used. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy the used. I want to listen to them more. Um, I I think I freaked DJ out a little bit because of the screaming. Um, but it was, uh, um, probably wrote your mom and was like, oh my God, <laughs> Will you help our me? girl, <laughs> our so, girl, something has happened to our girl. <laughs> um, and I thought it was funny too. So I like, I listened to some kind of, I don't know, like post hardcore, whatever bands, um, mm-hmm. however you're going to label them, uh, in high school and then a lot in college, like they were. Yeah, that kind of defined my college career. Um, mm-hmm. And, but I, it's been a little bit since I've listened to that, to those. So I was like, I was like, Carrie, you can't just like go into it. Like, I think we got to build up. So like, I like listened to like some Blink-182 and I listened to A Day to Remember. And then I listened to The Used because I was like, I need a bridge. I need a bridge to get there. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I really enjoy it, and I totally agree. I think um, they use the screaming part of it in a way that makes sense. Like, you can tell, even in the, um, and I can't think of an example right now, uh, but, like, in the music, like, when he's singing in the lead-up to the screaming, like, you can hear his voice get more and more intense, and then finally it, like, breaks in with the screaming. And I just think, like, that makes sense. Like, yeah, like, he's... Like, expressing such emotion, it's building and building and building, and all of a sudden, you just have to get it out on a scream. And so it feels so natural and organic and, like, yeah, that's just what should be happening right now. More than, like, some bands I'm like, you guys are just screaming because you want to scream. And, like, what are you doing, you know? Dude, I've been in a band where we hit the studio, and it was literally like, I think we should scream here. All right, let's scream. (laughs) Okay, we screamed here. Nice job. Another take? (laughs) Let's do it. Like... Why? Because that's just what you did. Yeah. And so, so with this one again, kind of going back to it, first track on the album is maybe memories. Mm-hmm. Okay. And with it, it comes in heavy. Yeah. And I know I had a, another friend a few years ago who they were looking for something new, and they were like, "I want something that has some depth to it." And I immediately said, "Can you handle some screaming?" <laughs> and they were like, eh. "I'm like, okay, we'll try it." literally couldn't make through the first track and they were like i'm out i'm like okay just read the poetry of it Mm -hmm. and they went through and literally just read all the lyrics as poetry and they were like wow this is some really these lyrics are really great and i know that anybody who's listening to this podcast probably isn't a you know just take everything for face value they i assume our listeners read lyrics right or know lyrics or care about lyrics which is why everyone's number one song of all of our listeners is LFO Summer Girls. Precisely. You know, I like the color purple macaroni and cheese. Um, but as as you're listening to Maybe Memories, it comes in really heavy. And it starts with intense 
vocal cracking screams. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we trudge along through the mud and we tried to call it home, we weren't all right, not at all, not for one for one second, just hard. And then it comes right back. And it's like a soft response in this like call and response of emotion. Mm-hmm. I never had been one to try uh, to try, never had been one to write it down, but now I think I can. I know I'm stronger now. Like it's literally like I'm cracking, but I'm moving. Right. I'm advancing myself, and it really brings not just a little bit of emotion, but a lot. It it echoes back to what you're feeling, mm-hmm. and that's in the first song. Um, completely biased, I recognize this is probably one of my favorite albums. Pro- easily probably top ten. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of memories with this one. There is another song later on, which is Box of Sharp Objects. Yeah. Very similar. Yep. It has these building waves of emotion the whole time. And in many cases, it keeps you building where you're like, oh, here it is. It's coming. And then it just like backs up a little bit and it lets it rise with you. And I have memories of, I have a friend, Cole. I don't think he listens, but if it is, shout out to Cole. Um, Way back when we were, I don't know, 18, 19, I just remember the, dude, I need to go for a drive. I just need to. We got to do this. And he had this playlist and like the song Box of Sharp Objects would come on. And I can just remember like when you you're ready to crack, you're dealing with everything. That song is just like a perfect takes you on this coaster where it's like let your emotions go beyond where you stop them. Mm -hmm. When you're angry, you're constantly in this battle of trying to it's like crying. Yeah. No one's ever like, I really want to cry right now. You're like, oh, God, I'm crying. I want to stop it. And like that's that whole inner battle. You're like, oh, I'm going to cry. Also, knock it off, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's really, really well balanced in the album they used. Yeah. So and I I don't know if you did get a chance to really dig into their lyrics. Again, I think it's harder when you say, hey, listen to this album. Also, read all the lyrics like it's poetry. Right. And uh, then report back to someone who's been reading them for years. <laughs> and has, yeah, who has a long history of, of listening to this And album. a bunch of nostalgia. And, right. and it's going to tell you you're wrong if you don't love it. Exactly. So how do you think, you know? <laughs> so what do you think? Um, yeah, I wasn't able to read through, like, all of the lyrics. Um, but I did on a couple of them that stood out to me. One of them was a box full of sharp objects. Like, um, mm-hmm. the We've Fallen in Love just, like, got stuck in my head and then I was like okay I need to like know more about this but the lyric of today I fell and felt better just knowing this matters and there was something to that that I was like I fucking know that feeling like Mm -hmm. just yeah like and I don't even know how to explain it better than those lyrics do but just like taking the fall and like fucking up and feeling better because like hey, at least something happened. At least, like, there was, right. you know? And I was like, yes, the used. Like, I was like, I totally get yes. it. Yeah. And again, for those that aren't familiar, it's the the full the full chunk there is today I, fe- I fell. It felt better. Just knowing this matters, I just feel stronger and sharper. Found a box of sharp objects. What a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And, like... Again, I think everyone who listens to something is going to carry in their own own baggage. They're going to listen to it in their own light. But to me, exactly that, like, yep, fucked up, and I feel so much better for it. Yeah, I I found all the pain, and yet at the same time, 
it's so much better. I'm I'm pushing myself along. I'm stronger. I'm going to be a better. Oh man, it's just it's just really funny. And again, like for me, when I was really getting into that, it's at a time in my life that was just so like, yep, this is a great time to be listening to this. <laughs> right. Um, there is a number of ones that I really, really, really dig. Um, another one, if you're just going through for just reading it, if it's not your deal, um, to listen to the used. Check out some lyrics. I really recommend Poetic Tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it plays a lot with just, again, common things you may have heard. Um, the cup is not half full. or the, Sorry, the cup is not half empty, as pessimists say. As far as he sees, nothing's left in the cup. A whole cup full of nothing for him to indulge, since the voice of ambition has long since been shut up. Like, that's just cool. Like, yeah. the poetry of it is awesome. Yeah, um, that song started, and I kind of had it on the background, and I, like, picked up those lyrics, and I was like, hold up. And I, like, restarted the song, and I was like, paying much more attention now. Okay. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think, God, I, it's so hard. Like, as I'm, like, flipping through songs here, and I was like, oh, this one. Oh, and this one. Like, they're just so, so many. Yeah. Um, Honestly, probably the first one that I was drawn into – like the one that really like I resonated the most with me was on my own. Damn it. I was just going to say and, that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. No, no, I'll no, let you no, go. Go for it. No, 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 please, please. So, well, I was going to say, um, yeah, like the taste of ink stuck out to me, but that's cause I, it's the one that everyone knows. And I was like, well, that makes yeah. sense that this is like the fucking one that everyone knows. Um, but then the one that like, besides that one that stuck out to me was on my own and like it seemed like just kind of a it's I mean it sounds like the rest of the album but there's something to it that's a little different that gives you like a it's kind of a break and not like I don't know how to say it but like it's just a little bit different to kind of pique my interest and then um I don't know like the the music of it all got me into it and then I looked at the lyrics and I was like oh fuck yeah like it was the it's a way of, like, they're speaking to such specific experiences, but doing it in a way that's, like, I think a lot of people can relate to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and just those opening it, lyrics a- of, see all those people on the ground wasting time. I try to hold it all inside, but just for tonight, the top of the world, sitting here wishing the things I've become, that something is missing, maybe I... But what do I know? And like the break of but I and then what do I know? Just I was like, yeah, like you can't even finish that thought. And I think that also just kind of calling back to the mix of the song puts like movement. Like there's actually trafficy kind of sounds like whether you're in a diner or whatever. I couldn't tell you exactly what it was, Mm -hmm. but the idea that you're surrounded by people, this is just everyday life. And yet you're still trying to process these things. And it, it kind of echoes back to, I believe the, you know, the, 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 I don't know if it's called the chorus at this point, trying to think about the structure of the song. I'll call it the chorus. Yeah. Um, without it all, I'm choking on nothing. It's clear in my head that I'm screaming for something. Knowing nothing is better than knowing it all on my own. Mm-hmm. And, Within that, even as they talk about On My Own, this song is really, to me, um, I'll go ahead and talk about another band, 21 Pilots Car Radio, which at some point we'll have to do on an, on an episode. Um, but it, it really is that painting, not just 
the the feeling of the immediate like this is the word this is the motion but really tying them together in such a great and beautiful way painting that picture where the words on my own in the song on my own are sung like this is a good thing Mm -hmm. this is a bad thing it's screaming and it really is the when you're on your own there are times when it makes you feel great and there are times when it fucking sucks and sometimes you don't know where it is yeah and that's just part of it yeah and that is just so strong. Um, again, I'm going to call it one other song mm-hmm. that just it, it stays with me all the time off this album. And it's Buried Myself Alive. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I don't know how far you got into that one. But um, it's the, the chorus of it will stay. And I think the more that you build to it, it just kind of stay it it makes it more like resounding as it goes through but it's i guess it's okay i pulled my i puked the day away i guess it's better you trapped yourself in your own way Mm -hmm. and if you want me back you're going to have to ask and then it ends with after that you know at the end of the song is um nicer than that you're gonna have to ask nicer than that but it builds to that but the whole thing is um i'll kind of back up as i kind of went to the the first part and i'm gonna go back but um I'm going to cut to kind of like a a chunk of the lyrics that it's, I think I made it a game to play your game and let myself cry. I buried myself alive on the inside so I could shut you out and let you go away for a long time. Those aren't simple lyrics. And I think that that's the assumption. Like when you hear, again, when you hear a band like the used, um, which also on their albums, they have plenty of songs that have like zero screaming in them. They Mm -hmm. have, they, they play through emotions in such great ways. It's kind of like the way that I think of college choirs that can only sing forte. Mm-hmm. They can never do anything other than full volume, loud. They can sound good, but they don't understand the subtleties of it. Yeah. I have no interest in them at all. Yep. True story. My wife and I, like our first conversation, it was in college, and I was working in a theater, and she was there, and I was commenting on how choirs that don't, like, that, that can't do piano as well as forte, just, I, I'm never impressed with them, and I don't really care for them. Mm-hmm. And she w- there was a choir that was performing, and she was like, well, this is a great choir. And I go, yeah, but can they do anything less than forte? And she goes but they sound really good. And I go, it doesn't matter that they sound good. Right. If they don't understand how to use dynamics, that, that to me, the idea of dynamics is something you teach a small child, inside voice, outside voice. If, if you can't know that as a adult performing, I feel like you're missing something here. Mm-hmm. Choir directors come at me. It's fine. I can take it. I stand by what I say. But it's like my, that was a, literally one of the first conversations my wife and I ever had. <laughs> was about how college choirs and this was specific it's not just college choirs it's all choirs in general yeah i was i was in boys choir when i was a kid same thing applies for boys choirs if you can't do piano you're never going to be able you need to have the full dynamic range Mm -hmm. within the u's they go through there are quiet there's loud there's intensity both angry and soft and remorse and happiness and it takes you through the entire gamut of emotions which is something that i feel not many artists can do Mm -hmm. that is not me saying the used is the best band of all time i really like this album 
But I think it is something that when you find a performance that can capture that, it stands out. Yeah. So it starts in, 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 in this album starts with screaming and rough guitars and drums that are intense. And I'm not going to be able to go into too much about the drums. I, again, someday I may want to, I may just have a whole month worth of episodes on this episode because the drums, the way that they sound are just beautiful. They stand out. The mix on this is great. The whole album ends in, in this, in this like nice melodic tone that kind of goes off. And then it, has a huge hidden track, which was the trend at that time. If you remember that, the huge like nine-minute-long track that there's a hidden thing at the end. Yep. But it takes you, and it just is this great arc that exists. But it's not just, here, we're going to start angry, and we're going to end really soft. It's intermixed, taking you through the way you would actually experience emotions. Yeah. So, musically, to me, I love this album. Mm-hmm. Lyrically... It is a great piece of poetry mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing. It's one that is great to read. Mm-hmm. It's great to actually experience. And I think that in some cases, I enjoy just reading the poetry of the album as a standalone. Because the music does such a wonderful job in taking you into it that sometimes it's great just to read it and let it take your, let you, your own self fill in the gaps. Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, like hearing the music and hearing kind of their emotion behind it and then just reading the lyrics and getting your own emotion, I think, um, can be two powerful and different experiences. Um, There's one, and I I can't remember where it is now, um, but there's one song that ends pretty, like, intense, angry, screamy, and then the next one, it might be... Um, on my Angry, own, screamy. but I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> but then like the next album kind of drops or the next, um, track kind of like is a little bit slower and a little bit quieter. And it felt like those moments when you, when you are crying really hard or you are really mad and then all of a sudden you're just exhausted and it was like, yeah, like that's what you do. <laughs> um, and, and it like helped to pique the interest and it helped to like keep the album moving and um and also just reflected like a kind of a natural emotional ride if i was taking a guess Mm -hmm. you're actually probably talking about the song greener with scenery Uh which ends in the run we go around again circles play the game over again run we go around again circles circles and then it literally kind yep. of drops hard. And then the next track is, uh, it's Noise and Kisses. Yep. And that immediately kind of comes in with like this really kind of happy, kind of moving along beat. Um, look in my eyes. I'm jaded now. Whatever that means by sharing these things. I rip my heart out. It's worth my time. Whatever that means. So. Yeah, and I then think that might be. Kind of yep. repeats. Yeah. That, that would be my guess. And again, with that one, it. it it builds that that next one kind of has like a I wouldn't say like it's a happier it's a more uplifting kind of beat of a way and rhythm and melody and it repeats it goes uh, verse verse and it really kind of makes you again with that arc yep you want the chorus and this is again another thing it's when you think about pop music in general it's that verse chorus verse chorus 
and really using it not just as a oh well here we're going to do some a verse here to tell a story and a verse here but this is like the it brings you emotionally where you're like oh i'm expecting a chorus here because i'm building with you oh you're stepping back and the lyrics again kind of take you in and out where so again in that case it's it's worth my time whatever it means so and they even kind of hold on to so like oh here it is mm-hmm. going into the chorus yeah it's hard to it's hard to see up my neck feels stiff until i wake up the orange i choked and back to my neck it's worth my time whatever that means so chorus share with me because i need it right now like it just carries over also when he jumps the octave in the later part top notch yep chef's kiss on that one yes so I realize this is a little bit longer than our standard shorter <laughs> episodes talking about an album. I again, if you can't tell, I could probably talk a lot about this album. This is this is one of those that I've probably spent more time kind of digging into this one than a lot of other ones over the course of my life, and I am always excited to have people listen to this one. And I will say, um, their next album is pretty solid as well. Sweet. If you haven't checked that one, I should say actually two. They released a um, one in between that was a like some live tracks and some things. But then they had the uh, their next album. Uh, oh my gosh, um, uh, in love and death. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yep. So what do you think? Are you going to keep this one around in your uh, in your playlist? I added it to my library, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to listen to it more, and then also check out. Um, that next uh lies for liars yeah no no sorry, or, sorry. No, in love and uh, death, in love and death. that's in love the and one death. um because yeah. i knew like the song i knew the best was all that i've got so i'm i want to mm-hmm. like expand my knowledge of that album too but i'm excited to do it yes and again give it a couple months uh, if we want to do another one i'm happy to do another episode on this one i'm just not sure that everyone who is maybe not a fan of the used want to have an entire month of used episodes um but Fair you enough. know what Hit us up. If you want that, I will happily drop like one week of the used just talking about their albums and their poetry and and everything. So I'll say in my closing, definitely should check it out. I'm super biased. I encourage people to definitely always give it a listen. And if it's not your type of music, read the poetry because the poetry is amazing. And I can say that that's not always the case for every band that I feel the poetry stands up on its own without the music. Um, but that's my thought. Yeah, Gary, I agree, and I second all of that. Check it out if you don't like it. At least read the lyrics, and yeah, see what you feel. All right, cool. Well, I've been Karsten. I've been Carrie. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby, it's it's cold cold outside. outside.